0: Hey sister, welcome to season four of the Your Sorority Journey podcast. I'm Cassie, a sorority advocate and community enthusiast after spending the last eight years traveling the country to experience sorority with sisters like you on your campuses and at your conferences. I started this podcast and her sorority journey to help you navigate the various seasons that sorority has to offer from finding your place in sisterhood to running for officer positions all the way to preparing for your career after graduation This podcast is your guide on how to get the most out of your sorority and apply it to your goals in college. Thanks for inviting me along on your journey. Hey, sister, welcome back to the Your Sorority Journey podcast. We are continuing recruitment takeover. As y'all know, with chapter takeover this week, earlier this week, we had KJ McNamara on to talk about some best practices for pre-recruitment, how to center ourselves in our chapters in the best way in preparation to welcome potentially members to be a part of our organization. Today, we are gonna talk about what I think is the most uh, difficult and tension-causing relationship dynamics that we experience throughout the entire sorority calendar, basically apart from elections and officer transitions, and that is the relationship between a recruiter and a recruitment leader throughout the pre-recruitment and recruitment rounds. How many times can you say recruitment in a sentence, right? That's how recruitment takeover feels. But for recruiters to have a really close friend who is in any kind of position of power, if it is the vice president of recruitment, chapter president, anyone on the recruitment team there is a change in dynamic that happens when you walk into a pre-recruitment work week workshop whatever or the recruitment rounds themselves then you typically experience throughout the rest of the year right typically throughout the year leaders who have that kind of responsibility yes they have power they have responsibility but not to the point that it is running everyone's lives for that long a period of time right for some of our campuses or communities, recruitment is ruling our calendars for like an entire month, sometimes six weeks, right? If it's a little bit into the school year and we're coming back on campus before school starts in preparation. We know that the dynamic between friendships changes or if it doesn't change, it's detrimental to the other members of the chapter who aren't as close with women in positions of leadership or quite frankly power so i want to talk today about how officers in those leadership roles can protect their friendships and also hold on to the trust and sustain the trust of the chapter and also for sisters general recruiters who are really close with a sister who is in that position of power and leadership throughout recruitment How they can really support and elevate their sister without creating tension in the chapter, but also leaving recruitment with that close friend, just like they were walking into recruitment with. If you've been a sorority officer of any kind before, you know that there are conflicts of interest that come up, not just in recruitment, but throughout the sorority calendar. I find that there just happens to be way more conflicts of interest in the time of recruitment than in any other position, right? Especially with things like excuses, uh, responsibilities, and how responsibilities are delegated to different recruiters or members of the chapter. Even how you are advocating for yourself and your needs, in addition to the recruiter's needs throughout the process, it can get a little dicey. If there is direct or really noticeable bias toward your friends. So for my officers, the number one piece of advice that I have for you is across the board, just don't show favoritism. You need to make sure that your chapter trusts that the things that you are going to ask of them, you are asking even of the people in your super tight circle. There is no exceptions. There's no partiality for any member The same rules and expectations apply to each and every recruiter the same. So by not showing favoritism, you also need to find ways to stay really connected to your friends so they don't feel like slighted in any way throughout that process by some harsh calls that you might have to make that they don't like, that another recruiter might not like either, but just hits a little bit more personally because of the proximity of your relationship. So in these months leading up to recruitment, I wanna challenge you to make time to catch up with the friends that you call close, like your closest friends, your best friends in your chapter. Find time to connect with them around things that are not recruitment related. Check in on how they're doing this summer Be intentional to, if you're in the same city or in close proximity, go on friend dates, go to the beach, maybe plan some kind of like staycation in one of your cities if you're a little bit farther apart to really reconnect and don't talk about recruitment. You can talk about sorority, you can talk about your friends, you can talk about the things you're excited for in the fall, but remove the pressure that you feel, right? Obviously as the sorority officer in charge of recruitment, you feel a lot of pressure, you feel a lot of weight, Make sure you are not bringing your friendships or confusing your sorority friendships with that weight and pressure that you are called to carry. That's not to say that you're not allowed to ask for help, but if the only reason, the only kind of conversations you are having with your close friends leading up to recruitment are about recruitment, that is setting your friendships up for failure after bid day. What are you going to talk about? What do you have in common anymore? Rely on different types of friends, maybe friends outside of sorority or your mom or other close, like, advocates for you and, like, cheerleaders for you in your circle outside of sorority or the appropriate people in your chapter, if it's a chapter president or advisor, to vent to, to brainstorm things with. But try to preserve the sanctity of some of those friendships by focusing your conversations leading up to recruitment on things that have nothing to do about recruitment to be able to sustain that sisterhood after bid day to create a smoother transition for both of you so our first one for my officers don't show favoritism my second one is make time to connect with those sisters over summer or like if you're recruiting next spring over this semester, about things that have nothing to do with recruitment. And third, my last tip for officers is be careful about burning out specific sisters. Your best friends in the chapter are going to be the first to help you out in recruitment when you're in a pickle, right? When you realize that the Michael's order wasn't complete and you have to go to another art supply store in the middle of the night or you have a list to finish or random errands to run or a final uh, batch of decorations to take from one location to the next, be careful about asking the same sisters for support over and over again. Because I know that your closest friends are going to want to be there for you in a flash. They are the ones that are going to show up and say, I'm here. I'm ready to help you. Let me know what I can do. But the problem is, is that it is easy to show partiality to the sisters who are helping you out behind the scenes all the time that the rest of the chapter one might not see. They might not see those efforts behind the scenes and then question why you're showing bias or granting exceptions for your friends and also opportunities that the other members of the chapter didn't even have to support you in those last minute pickle kinds of situations that could have built a friendship between you and another member of the chapter as she is able to increase her ownership in leadership through this like really tight, stressful um, recruitment schedule, right? So you're allowed to ask for help. You are allowed to ask for help, but be careful about burning out the sisters closest to you not only is that they're that concern about partiality and exceptions and losing trust with the chapter but there's also the reality of your closest friends generating resentment toward you right even if they don't feel it in the moment they could get sick they could get exhausted they could start showing up late just because there's so much being asked of them behind the scenes that they might not have the beautiful glowing (laughs) recruitment conversations that you want them to have or the bright attitude that you know that they can bring because there is so much extra being asked of them, not even being asked of them, but they are uh, volunteering themselves too because of the proximity of your relationship. I think it's really helpful to let them know, Hey, there are some other members of the chapter who can carry this weight together. This isn't just my responsibility as the vice president of recruitment or a recruitment group leader or the chapter president, whatever your role is. This isn't just my responsibility. This is the chapter responsibility at large. So I am committed to not asking more of my close friends than their general responsibility as a recruiter. So for my officers, don't show favoritism. Be intentional with the friends that matter most in topics that have nothing to do with recruitment and ask the whole chapter for help so that you are careful of not burning close sisters out all right on the opposite side if you are a recruiter a sister of the chapter who is in really close relationship with someone who is leading this giant production of recruitment for your organization and trying to create a culture that potential members are really excited to be a part of The first thing that you can do to protect your friendship with that sister is don't expect favoritism. In the same way that we are asking our officers not to show favoritism, you all can't expect it. Show up on time. Meet expectations. Don't ask for exceptions for the expectations of the chapter at large. This is a way that you can support that sister really well by not asking her to show bias toward her close friends because you know she wants to, right? She wants to give you the things that you need. Go through the appropriate channels. If you need a last-minute excuse, don't call her unless she's the one that's responsible for excuses. Go through the advisor. Loop in extra people so that the the rest of the chapter can know the decisions that are being made for every member of a chapter are above reproach. They are equally weighted, and that everyone is going through the appropriate channels to meet the expectations of their specific role of recruitment. Another great way that you can honor and support your sisters is to respect them in their role, right? Not making fun of them, not giving them a hard time, really elevating them in the same way that every recruiter or member of the chapter is expected to. But going an extra mile and offering just a little bit more grace. I think sometimes, especially with those that we're closest to, it can be easy to generate bitterness or resentment when the people that we love and do life with regularly are treating us differently and not differently in the sense of there's a different... Um, they have changed because something happened in your relationship, but they have changed because of like the context around your relationship, right? They are running the entire chapter, not just being your good friend. And they are trying to create the same experience for every recruiter, not just their close friends. It is so important for you to offer a little extra grace if you hear like negative conversations happening about that sister, that leader, as as happens, right? We all have a little... Uh, a little grief or frustration with leadership sometimes be quick to nip that in the bud, not participating, not just contributing the conversation, but actually challenging your sisters to nip that conversation in the bud, right. Asking them to say, Hey, this is our sister who is leading a giant, uh, experience for a, a giant process for our chapter to grow. Uh, an experience like longevity on this campus let's extend her a little extra grace so you can do that through being gracious to her in her leadership and respecting the things that she is asking of the chapter at large but also intervening in some of those conversations to say like hey this isn't appropriate we need to be a united front in this not talking badly behind a sister's back because ultimately even though she's a leader in this sense after day, she is still a sister and she's a sister now, and she will come off of that, like, quote, unquote, pedestal after bid day. And to maintain the smoothest transition, extending grace throughout the process can allow you guys to stay close afterwards. And finally, so for our recruiters or just sisters that don't have leadership roles that are supporting uh, and loving a sister who has one, we have don't expect favoritism, don't ask for Extra support or exceptions, expectations. And then just in general, respect that sister in her role of leadership that she was elected by your organization to serve in or appointed by your organization to serve in. The third thing, and I think this is probably one of the most important, is offer to support her in ways outside of recruitment, right? We talked about for officers, like not burning out your close friends. As a sister who's close to an officer, Yes, offer to help when you feel so inclined, right? If it's something that is within your capacity, offer to help her with recruitment things, but also offer to support her as a sister in non-related recruitment things. If your recruitment process is happening during the school year, offer to like get lunch with her on a day that recruitment events aren't happening if it's in between classes or grabbing a table in the library and getting some homework done before that workshop that she has to go run that evening or that round she has to prep for the next day. Maybe it's just running an errand with her, like just going to target and like having a conversation with her about how she's like really doing your officers still need friends in recruitment. If you think about like any like heightened stress season of your life, if it was like before preparing for an exam or interviewing for an internship there's just like a lot on your mind a group project maybe that you're trying to run you need people who understand the situation but aren't like intricately involved in it to support you maybe there's some stress or tension that she's experiencing with other members on the leadership team that you aren't involved in it's a great opportunity for you to support her and just like being there for her outside of the recruitment space Again, as an officer, it's really important that you aren't venting about other leaders to members of the chapter, especially in a time like recruitment. Take that to your mom. Take that outside of the chapter, not to other members outside of the chapter, but not in a way that airs your dirty laundry, but gives you a clear perspective from a cheerleader in your life that's disconnected from the situation. But as a sister, a great way that you can support your recruitment leaders, if they're close friends of yours, is being the sister that she needs outside of the high stress rounds. Be the recruiter that she's expecting every recruiter to be in those rounds and be willing to go the extra mile and that extra contributor that we ask every recruiter to be. But on those off days, in that time before or after go get coffee with her, connect with her as a sister to maintain that relationship and try to minimize those recruitment conversations as much as as possible. The time that you're able to give her in a really stressful environment for both of you will build stronger sisterhood and a sense of trust and reliability between the two of you as you transition out of recruitment after bid day. There is so much stress around recruitment, you guys. We, I'm going to be honest, we make it out to be way more than it is. We have to remember that this is a two to four week part of our year-long sorority calendar. This is not representative of the entire year. This is a brief glimpse of our entire year of experiences, memories, and sisterhood. But for whatever reason, it carries a lot of weight. We put a lot of stress on ourselves and others to create and more specifically demonstrate a culture of a chapter, a culture of a sisterhood that potential new members want to join. But the work that you put into sisterhood, the other 48, 50 weeks of the year is what's actually demonstrated in recruitment. So be the sister that you want to be known for all year round in recruitment. Like, you don't have to wait until recruitment to be the sister that you want to be known for. But recruitment is a great time to really amplify the values, the value of the relationship, the depth of the relationship that matters most, both as an officer and as a sister. So I want to challenge you, officers to be really careful about how you can build trust with the chapter by not showing favoritism to your sisters while still maintaining genuine relationships that have nothing to do with recruitment with those friends. And for my recruiters, for my sisters, be intentional to not use the proximity of your relationship for your own good, but be that outstanding above reproach recruiter and intently care, intentionally care for that officer who is a sister of yours outside of the recruitment spaces to maintain that strong sense of sisterhood. You'll have to let me know how it goes putting these action items into play. Let us know on the reviews section of Apple or Spotify, or as always, you can DM her sorority journey with any of your thoughts about this episode. Happy recruiting, y'all. We're rooting for you. However you listen, whether on your walk to class or drive to work, during your workout, or just while you're getting ready in the morning, thank you for tuning in to the Your Story Journey podcast today. If you have resonated with this episode in any way, it would mean the world if you would tell a friend about it. Either share this episode to your Instagram story, throw the link to listen in your chapter or executive council group chat, or write a review on Apple Podcasts so more sisters can find guidance on their sorority journey just like you did. As always, sister, we are here for you and can't wait to chat again next week.